Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. I am Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart International, and I have an exciting new series for you that we are going to begin today. And uh, we're going to do a series of podcasts within the real estate. I'm calling it the Anonymous Series. Top Producers Anonymous. Uh, I am interviewing top agents around the country who know what they're doing, who have earned their stripes, who at one time were not selling real estate. They were not uh, professional real estate agents, realtors. And at one point then they got into the real estate business. They, um, they had their first year, then they had their second year and so on. And now they have a very robust business. And we're gonna talk about all of that with the objective being that all of you, the listening audience, can learn and can hear the insights and the tactics and apply them to your business and grow your business. I am also going to interview some newer agents who have the makings of being top producers who I can already tell are going to be top producers in the future. So that's kind of the setup for the Anonymous series, and I hope you all enjoy it. And we're going to rapid fire some questions. I'm going to need you to get a pen and a, or a, you know, some sort of a, a mechanism to type and take notes because the insights that are going to be shared with you in the next couple minutes are going to be impactful and you need to take notes and you need to put an action plan together and you need to apply them to your business. And you're going to need to listen to the first agent that we are having here on the series because he is one of the agents that I respect most throughout the HomeSmart system. And I just am impressed with him. I'm impressed with his mindset, his philosophy, his drive, his ambition, and his skills and his tactic, and more importantly, his servant heart. I really watch him serve his customers and take care of them. And it's because of that service approach that his business has also grown and customers want to work him, work with him and his team. He is a team leader. He's grown his business into an actual team with multiple members. And we'll talk about that at the end. But uh, it's grown because the word has gotten out about this team and how they will take care of you and how they're amazing at what they do and how they'll serve the consumer. So without any further ado, a uh, mystery guest, our anonymous uh, real estate professional. Can you say hello to the audience? Hey, audience. Hey, Todd. Thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome. All right. So here, we're going to start with some uh, just overarching questions. And part of it, I want to build some credibility right at the beginning to let everyone know why they should listen to you. So uh, first off, how many years have you been a licensed realtor? Eight years as licensed realtor, uh, actually July 1. Eight years, July 1, yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. All right. So how many buyers and sellers did you help in your first year? How 13. Go ahead. Thir 13 in total my first year, but my first sale happened only six months after my license. Awesome. So it happened about the six-month mark. Yeah. All right. 13 and then 13 in the next six months to finish a year with 13. That's amazing. How many of them were buyers? How many of them were sellers? What was your first transaction? 
most of them were buyers. My first transaction was a buyer. I was so broke at the time. I didn't even have my car on the road. And I literally told him it was in the shop and he let me drive him around in his car. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Mm -hmm. All right. And then out of the 13, how many were buyers? How many were sellers? They were, uh, I think I had, I had four sellers. It was actually one seller and uh, he fired me. Um, well, actually I didn't make those sales that happened too. that. That was something else. Maybe, maybe about one or two. I forget. It was, I feel like that was a, a, so long ago, but the guy fired me because I told him he needed to disclose mold that was in the house. And he said, no, I'm taking all my listings away. And I said, you know what? I want a reputation, uh, in this industry that couldn't be shook and, uh, take it, whatever. That's, that's a great story to start with. And that just shows your integrity. And it also shows I agree with you. That is so important in the industry. So congratulations to you. I know that was a tough decision to make, uh, but I'm glad you did. And I think it's proven to work for you as well. Yeah, man, that, that investment in eating ramen noodles for a couple extra months definitely paid off. Awesome. That's <laughs> great. Okay. So do you remember how you won your first listing, whether you sold it or not? How did you get someone to trust you and hire you and put your um, put your, put the yard or put the yard sign in the front yard. How'd you win that yeah, man, I, I gotta say if, if I had to look back at my first listing, I'd probably be pretty embarrassed at, at, you know, my presentation or lack thereof. Um, I, the, the, that investor who fired me because he wouldn't disclose the mold was actually my first, my first listing. Um, and you know, I was basically almost begging for it. Uh, and as you graduate and realize, you know, I don't got to beg for this business. This, these people should be begging, you know, for my team to take them on because of our results and how much more money we're going to earn them with fewer frustrations and anxiety. Um, you know, when you walk in, like you don't need the business, like they need you. It's a whole different thing. So yeah, I think he just, he, he took advantage of me as a new agent and a lot of investors will do that, Todd. Um, so I think that's why I want it. He saw I was hungry filled with piss and vinegar and uh, was like, I want this guy on my side. All right. So we're going to unpack that a little bit more in a minute. Um, but so I, I start with 13 transactions year one, your first transaction came about the six month mark. How many buyers and sellers did you help last year? And what is an approximate sales volume if you're comfortable saying what that was last year? Yeah. So la last year, our average sale was around 300,000 um, in our market that the median price in our market was about 270 at the time. So we were a little ahead of it. Um, this year we're at 345, which is really great. Happy about that. But last year we did about 140 transactions. There was four agents in total for most of the year. Wow. Great. That is awesome. All right. Congratulations for that. Thank you. All right, so let's go back to the beginning. What did you do before real estate? I used to sell toilet paper and urinal cakes door to door. Really? Yes. Awesome. All right, so uh, how do you feel that helped prepare you for real estate? Um, well, and, and before that, I was in a lot of retail jobs. I got fired from every single one of my jobs, um, except for the urinal cake toilet paper thing. But um, yeah, I, I think just, just first off, coming from a business to business uh, mindset and also a retail mindset, you're used to working with the public and kind of their crazy 
expectations, right? The public is kind of nutty and they expect the most out of people. And, you know, the customer is always right kind of approach. I think that's pretty wrong. I think the customer is wrong most of the time. And, and you know, and they need someone in a, a nice way when they're doing something as big as real estate to explain and teach them, you know, like, well, educate them, like why they are wrong, why this could be a mistake, right? That's number one. Number two, uh, doing the business to business, it gave me an edge over people that were a business uh, to consumer, Todd, simply because they're coming at it like a part-time type of gig and they were coming at it with like homemade looking MS paint presentations and stuff. And I always went in there with a fully polished, fully professional look look um and, and always 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 dressed to the nines that's awesome all right so what was the impetus or the catalyst rather to get into real estate it was actually a friend of mine and he always saw like i was hustling doing some side side things like i was helping sell limousines at one time i was doing this and that like i was always into something right i started a business called sold in 30 where i would sell anything anybody had within 30 days or less private property like you know like campers boats i don't i'm not a mechanic i couldn't even tell you how to change oil um but i was selling all this stuff and he's like dude you need to just get in and sell real estate make some real money so he wanted to hire me on his team and i was like mm, no nah, i'm not and i was like i'm not really into that um uh, you know, and I was like, I think I'm going to start my own team one day and I can't really work for everyone. I get fired everywhere I work. So I'm just going to be on my own. Um, so that, that was the catalyst, man. That's great. All right. So this section is called the beginning. That's uh, this series of questions. So what do you wish you knew then that you know now? Oh man, you know, I don't even know where to start with, with that one, Todd, because you know, I, I do a, 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 a dump of like data, a data dump, and I, I just try not to hold on to so much stuff. So there's going to be certain sections like this where I really don't look back and maybe reflect like maybe I should because I'm just like looking at right now. Right. I, I, guess I, can't, one, I guess the one thing I'm searching for, just to let you know, is that, you know, there are going to be newer agents that are listening to this call, agents okay. that are in their year one. And okay. I'm looking for what do you wish someone had told you at the Got beginning, you. year one, that could have accelerated your success faster. I, I can I can answer that. I can definitely answer that. All right, just you want to do you want to ask the question over or how do you want? No, to no, no, no. Keep going. This is good. Okay. okay. So so Todd, basically, I wish somebody would have had told me ahead of time how to hire. Um, I guess how to prepare and plan and and build a plan out and you know and and hire the right type of people for my team. I know that was probably I started my team probably year two, two and a half years into it. Um, but the first year, man, I went in there guns blazing. I burnt all my ships and I just went in. I don't think I could have done a better job my first year. Uh, everybody and I'm just gonna say this to new agents. You're gonna have a lot of people doubting you, telling you that you can't do it. And keep in mind, that's all inward focused. They can't do it. Okay. You need to go in there with the mindset, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to succeed. And what I mean by burn your ships, and there's a famous story that goes into it. And for time reasons, I'm not going to get into it, but basically you need to make sure that you have no retreat. You can't retreat. You need to go all in. If you're getting into real estate, I don't, I don't agree with part-time. I don't care if that offends anyone. I think full-time real estate is where it's at, what you need to be doing, because there's no such thing as part-time service in 2020. Okay, so 
Uh, we talked about where your first transaction came from, that it was an investor. Uh, I want to dig into that though. How did you actually connect with that investor and how did you, how did you engage? How did you discover him or how did he discover you? Yep. So this was a, uh, actually a referral that came in from someone I know. Uh, and you know, and the guy, the guy blew me off a couple of times, you know, he was really tough, uh, doesn't have a great reputation. I found out later on, but yeah, eventually I remember sitting down with them at Dunkin' Donuts. I didn't have two nickels to rub together to buy a coffee at the time. Um, so I sat there, the guy didn't even buy me a coffee. You know, that that's number one. If you get somebody that's not, you know, offering you a beverage or something, or they see you're young and hungry and whatever. I mean, you just, whatever, I'm not going to get into that, but you carefully, you see these things about people and about their characteristics and all this stuff as, as you learn to sell. But um, yeah, that's what happened. And I, I started working with them. But you learned from it and you, uh, you started, you were doing something, you weren't just sitting idle. So I mean, kudos to you again for just taking action. Uh, all right. So in 60 seconds, what did you do to build your business in year one? Take me through your first year. Yep. I failed a lot and failure is the absolute best thing you can do because you learn what not to do. And then you get to learn from those mistakes. You have that experience to talk about with clients. Um, um, and you know, like, um, Hey, you're not going to want to do this because this is going to happen. Well, you wouldn't be able to know all that detail if it didn't happen. That's number one. Number two, I started blogging because I realized it's important to, you learn the most when you educate others. And it's also important to get search engine optimization out there. Okay. So do whatever you can to blog about subjects you want to know more about and about that target audience, that demographic you want to work with most. Is it oceanfront properties? Is it, you know, um, ranches is it uh, whatever blog about the target audience you want i did a lot of that and it started coming in and keep in mind this stuff takes time it is a get rich slow plan it is not a get rich quick right away type of thing don't go in for the money and don't count your commission dollars until you have closed the sale and that check has cleared and you have completed your job for your client so how did you learn how to start your blog what software did you use just wordpress blogger blogger.com man i just went on blogger.com and google and i just started blogging about local marketplaces and uh long behold it was like maybe six seven months after i started blogging and i just kept going kept going kept going nobody owes me anything okay you need to have that mindset nobody owes you anything whatever you put out there you're going to get back in abundance especially when you're given more than you expect to actually to when you're giving more than you expect to get okay and, 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 and with, with that, I had people, I had this one lady contact me, Todd, and one, one transaction is all you need. It turns into a spider web. Okay. So she referred me to someone else. Someone else saw my sign. I was active in the community, you know, and uh, one thing led to another. Before you know it, I had three or four listings. Every listing I got, I got like two buyers from boom, my business exploded all within that general area. I've heard that from so many so many top and successful agents that it's it begins with and it turns into a spider web very quickly if you're doing the right things and if you're engaging and if you're helping yeah so great insight thank what you was your budget in the beginning how much did you spend man so you know what i i gotta tell you i i'm not a planner and i know it sounds kind of crazy i'm one of those people you throw me out there anywhere and i'm gonna wing it and i'm gonna kill it and it doesn't mean that i don't have experience like I don't, I don't want to 
like go in unprepared. That's not, not what I'm basically saying. I guess my personality is, is I'm going to take the bull by the horns and I'm going to go for it. Right. So for the first three or four years, I just fell on my face in so many areas until I actually found someone uh, who was able to be systematic and was able to kind of get me on, on the straight and narrow. And this person and I worked together to build systems out. So, but before then I had no plan. My plan was just grit, man. Like I come from a blue collar family. I'm going to put in all the elbow grease I can put into it and just work harder and outwork my competition. Right. And, and at the beginning, you know, you're going six months without a sale. So six months with no income. So budget yeah. is tight. And that's often the case for newer agents. So that's where I guess I'm, I'm trying to get really raw with you a little bit about, yeah. you know, did you was everything all of the free marketing that you could do in the first six months when did, and and i also know you've built you've built a very powerful brand you have a great design you have an your own branding colors and logo and color scheme and you mentioned your listing presentation which we're going to get into it a little bit but it is uh professional and um uh, a, a whole package you know that was designed and put together so I guess I'm asking at the beginning, how much did you like blogging? I guess there really probably wasn't a charge for any of the blogging that you were doing, but when did you first start to spend money and how did you begin to invest in a marketing budget? Yes. Yeah, that's a good question. So I, you know, it was probably about a little more than a year into it. I've always sunk all my money back into my business, you know, because I look at it, I'm not going to go invest in other people's business in the stock market until my business has made it. Okay. And we can talk about what making it is later on. It's not important. What's important is if you can't invest in yourself, why are you investing in others? Why are you investing in others before you invest in yourself? Real estate is a serious business where you can make millions and millions and millions of dollars. And there's so many fringe benefits to being a real estate agent. Uh, it, it, for, in my, in my mind, it's better than anything else out there. Okay. So, so Todd, if someone's listening to this call right now, they literally are on top of the world and they have more opportunity in front of them than really anybody else out there, okay? It's not called the American dream for no reason at all. What we do here is it, it makes a difference in people's lives. The real estate market is literally holding the economy up right now and, uh, and, and realtors are literally community heroes. We put so many people to work. And that's one thing I want to jump into because this is free. And this was my biggest reason for success was my network, brother. I go out and I sell my network. So I'm a salesperson for probably about 70 or 80 people. And they're constantly getting referrals. And the best part about this is my clients are now getting people who are reliable, more than fair in price, and will jump through hoops to take care of them. It's an overall service experience where they're going to keep picking up the phone to call me because they're going to want to get that VIP coverage. Right, right. I saw a statistic the other day, 83% of Americans, or excuse me, the majority of Americans' wealth is built in real estate, not in 401ks, not in the stock market, that 83% of the typical Americans' wealth comes from real estate. I so love that. you're talking about we're the heroes propping up the economy right now and serving people right now. You are right on the money, right? Yeah. What we do is important. It's shelter. It's a necessity. It is. We were essential during COVID. Right. 
pretty much everywhere, not every state, but the states that had it right knew realtors were essential. Right, right. Okay, so when did your career hit the tipping point? Let's go on from the beginning and let's start to get into some of the other questions. But when did your career really hit the tipping point? Yeah, I, w- I would say, and I would say I started doing about, I was like three years in, I started hitting about $8 million a year. It, it hit the tipping point when I printed out every home I ever sold and I posted it on my wall in the office. And my broker at the time was the number 62 agent in the entire country. And he walked by my office and did one of these like, Whoa. what the, it looked like maybe a serial killer's wall with all this stuff, like all of right. And every single person came into the office to see what Emilio was doing. And I had a red marker and I write sold, 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 sold. And that was the time when I first started my team. And I had uh, two agents on the team at the time and they came in the office and it just was a total like, wow, we did this. Like, wow, we got this. The whole wall was covered, you know, Um, which was pretty damn cool. And that was an awakening point. The following year, I think I did well, God, I don't know, 12 million and then 16, wait, 12 million and then 16 million and 27. And it just kept on going up from there. So that was the tipping point. Right. Amazing. Okay. So uh, let's talk planning. Let's get into a couple questions. Do you, do you have a written plan and a budget? Do you have a no. plan, a marketing plan? A I'm not a planning plan? guy. Okay. If you if, if someone's analytical and they want an analytical person, they got to talk with they got to talk with my team operations manager. I'm sure I can answer some of these questions, but I'm the type of guy that knows my weaknesses, and I'm not going to work on my weaknesses. I'm going to exploit my strengths. Okay, so as far as a marketing plan or a social media plan, um, do you how do you march to that? You're such a good executor at those tactics. So do you just have a plan in your head? Are you just marching or do you verbally discuss it with your team and then execute? Like, um, how are you doing that? Yeah, man, I, I, with marketing, I love being creative. Part of running, owning my own business is the fact that it allows me to be able to create and just, you know, think outside of the box. Right. Like, so as, as far as like marketing plans, what we create, what we do, um, I do have now we've hired during, when everyone else was letting go of marketing, I knew that was the time to increase it. And our business went up about 60%. While everyone else was like, what's going on? Like we were taking market share, boom, 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 boom. So we every day as a team get on the phone at 7 a.m. And we get on a phone call one week, one day a week. Now we do Zoom at 9 a.m. on Wednesdays. But every other day, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. call, we collaborate, we bounce ideas off one another, we write uh, articles that we can each read about our competition. We know what's happening out there. And all of these conversations create such a wonderful environment where we can learn and I can hear what's going on in the trenches. I still am in the trenches a bit myself. So I can come up with really creative and collaborative ideas to make sure our agents are armed with the absolute biggest guns and have the best artillery. Awesome. All right. Do you have an accountability group, a mastermind group, or a mentor, or did you have one? I have a lot of mentors. Some people don't even realize they're my mentors. The day and age of social media allows you to be able to do this. I also use Tom Ferry uh, coach. Uh, I have a fantastic Tom Ferry coach. I have a luxury coach. Um, I've got our broker who is awesome. 
uh, and and people on my team actually, you know, as the team leader, I, I I don't even consider myself ahead or above anyone. I consider myself working for them. Um, so they're all my mentors in different ways. Awesome. What? Are, how much are you spending a month in marketing, including software tools, advertising, etc.? Yep, uh, probably spending about a quarter million dollars a year between marketing and software. Okay, and last year you did, or this year you're projected to do about how much in volume? 50 million. 50 million, so 250,000 um, and uh, projected at 250 million in, uh, in sales. Okay, awesome. Uh, do you believe you have to spend money to make money? I know at the beginning you don't, but at some point, spending money, investing becomes part of the picture, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people, I grew up broke. I never had money, never had anything. And I, I grew up with, with parents that were in a family that worked harder than anybody else. So for me, if I got a few extra bucks in my pocket, and I'm investing 90% of what I earn itself a few extra bucks in my pocket, I'm going to be investing because ultimately the bigger picture is that I want to put people to work. I want people to be employed. I want to live a great life. I want to take care of my family, but I want to be there for my family. I want to be able to enjoy that. And you can't do that without a system, without a business. I don't, I don't like the book E-Myth Revisited, by the way. Anyone starting a team should learn that. And I did hire them as a coach as well. E-Myth Revisited. It'll t teach you how to not be a technician. That's someone who basically does all aspects of their business and doesn't feel like a system can do it. And it teaches you how to systemize your business. Okay? So that's, that, that's what I'm all in for. Because right. ultimately, when you make that investment, you're going to make so much more later on. So when did you read that book? I read that book about five years ago, four years ago, and you see a spike in my business. Boom. Ever since I had, and there's a girl, Rachel, what's her name? She's fantastic. She was my e-myth coach. She is unbelievable. I'm going to get you over her contact info. So if anyone listening to this needs to hire a coach, I mean, Rachel jived well with me. She's from California. I wanted someone you know, kind of far from where I was. I don't mean to give away anything. So you read the book and then at some point um, you got an e-myth coach is, is, is in the book. Do they tell you where to go? Is there a website you go to? Like, how did you get connected to that? Yeah. At the very end of the book, you know, everything in life is a sale. And that book was a whole, was a whole, you know, sale, to it. but it works. It works. It like their system works. And I was like, you know what, this makes sense. And at the end it tells you, and I was like, look, I need to dive all in. And it was like, it was like a, maybe a thousand or 1500 bucks a month. Well worth it. Awesome. Well, well worth it. Yeah. All right. So you, uh, last question here in this section, but you mentioned, you know, that you, you invest back in your business. And I think that's one of the things that most people have the most trouble with switching from being a tactician to the e-myth type concept, right? Where yeah. you're building processes, you're building out, you're investing in other resources. Maybe you're hiring other people. And at the time, you're kind of like, you know, money is tight right now, right? Yeah. But I think that, so if you could just speak to that a little bit about how you did that rather than taking that money and going, you know, because especially when you went six months with no income at the beginning and then you're, you know, building your business. And at some point, 
you do start to make some revenue and some people take that money, other people invest it and, and, and hire people, build resources, build systems, et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my question is, is how did you, how did you do that? It had to not be easy. It might be so tempting to, yeah, I'm going to take that money right now and I'm going to do something with it. (laughs) You know, I'm going to spend it or I I need to pay down debt or I need to do something versus invested in your business. That's what I'm looking for. I was already starving. So, you know, I was already used to that and I was already had the mindset, like no matter what, I'm going to be resilient. Nothing's going to stop me to get to where I'm getting. And I, and I realized the way the world works and the way the universe works is, you know, when you, when you put in and when you put it out there and when you work, like I said, harder than everybody else and you believe in yourself and what you're doing, your overall goal. And more importantly, when you give back and you give and give and give, whatever it is, things are going to happen, man. So during that time period, when I was investing in my team, investing in my team, investing in my team, investing in my personal business, even before the team, there was a time where I was so broke. I was shoveling driveways just to pay rent. And I don't care. Like I had to do that. So there's two different mindsets. You either have the mindset of a business owner or you don't. And if you don't, you can learn it, but you got to be willing to give it up. I didn't know. You know what I mean? I just, just went to town. There's, there's a book. Who is hammering stuff? Someone's hammering stuff. There's a book called Think and I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of my office. All the conference rooms are taken. All right, it's all so good. It's authentic. This, yeah, no. Oh yeah, leave that, please. It's authenticity, right? So there's there's a yes, there's a book called Think and Grow Rich, Todd. Uh, you've heard of it, right? Napoleon Hill? Right. Yes. Read the first book I ever read. Read that book four times, man. And that book changed changed my life. Read that book, guys. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Awesome. And the e-myth and get connected to someone who can help you grasp that mindset. Awesome. All right, let's talk rapid fire accounts, profiles, because I'm kind of amazed. My first question is the brokerage website and profile. I'm just shocked by the number of realtors and real estate professionals in the industry that don't even have their photo and their profile and their own information updated on their own brokerage website or on some of the other portals or something. So sorry, I didn't mean to preach for a minute, but let's talk about it. Okay, ready? Rapid file accounts and profiles. Do you have your profile set up on your brokerage website? Yes, we do. Pictures are important. You don't have a picture, you're not existing. Exactly. Uh, Did you do Google My Business page? 100%, I'm such a big advocate in that. We get so many organic calls off of that 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 is your number one most powerful tool is google and then number two is youtube and youtube feeds google so reviews on google look at if you're sending reviews to people on zillow like right like zillow is a big player i'm not downplaying them they're fantastic we have reviews on there too if your focus is zillow so isn't everyone else's Whenever everyone else is doing something, I'm doing something else because guess what? You're going to stand out. So I saw Google as the, like, why the hell wouldn't I put my reviews on Google? When people Google you, Google reviews come up. It's, and no one uses it. Well, not a lot of people use it. Right. Well, that's why it's my number two right there. So all of you listening, uh, Google, go to google.com and then Google 
how to set up my business page, like yeah. right in Google, how to leverage YouTube, how to leverage Google, how to leverage reviews. There will be so many videos, so many things that'll come up that'll walk you through step-by-step. Step. You can learn how to do that. And it's so important. So thanks for saying that. All right. Facebook, mm -hmm. uh, business page, personal page, private Facebook groups. All of them. Facebook is essential. Facebook is one of those things, man. You've got, and people may be like, well, you don't have the younger generations. Well, the younger generations aren't spending money. And yes, you need to be in front of them too. And I'm not as much as I should, okay? Because right now I'm investing in baby boomers, millennials, Gen X, right? And, and we still have another, I would say three to four years of the people coming up as millennials getting buying homes. But sooner than later, you need to start uh, in the me generation or whatever they're called. And, and we, we got to get on that. We're getting on that later on this year, right? And we might even be too late compared to some other people. Right. So, so yes, Facebook is absolutely essential. Put content out there, okay? Make, make things that are shareable and, you know, give, give people information through Facebook. It's such a wonderful platform. Videos and live feeds, Facebook promotes, boom, all the way to the top. It tells everybody when you're live. Do a lot of live. Right. Right. I know of an agent the other day had 1,700 people on a Facebook live, uh, you know, boom. doing a showing, just like an open house, like a 10-minute wow. open house, which we'll talk about later. But your point to that is Facebook is the platform that can enable that. There's no other yes. platform that can do that. So talk about your business page and personal page. Do you have both? What's the difference? Or do you believe in only your personal? No, I have both. I mean, I, I think you need to have a, a business page. You need to have a brand, right? And that's, that's one of the things that I got to quickly talk about this. I had people tell me, Emilio, why are you building a brand? Why do you have a logo? Why do you have this and that? Like, imagine saying that to Nike, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not putting a limitation on what I can do. And the fact of the matter that you're telling me not to do that shows where your limitations are. I don't even want to talk with you or surround myself with you. I'm out. So long story short. So I, I can't stand those people that get on people with an imagination. You know what? Like get out of my way. Get out. of. If you're listening to this and people are crapping all over your ideas, to get them out of your way. Surround themselves with people like Todd. It, it, it would surround yourself with people. Yeah. Like, like you Todd, like other people with visions. Okay. You're going to do well for yourself and, and, and keep that in mind. So the, the, but anyways, so yeah, you started a brand, we have a brand, our brand has a story. Okay. And more importantly, our, our website, our, our Facebook follows that. And, and, and we use that to, to educate the heck out of people. So have both in your personal page, take out those pictures of you getting drunk or drinking beer or anything like that, because people are going to look for you on there too. You know, right. um, you should have both. Yep. Awesome. All right. Instagram, mm -hmm. LinkedIn. Love it. Love Instagram. Love LinkedIn. I have a, a marketing person that we hired that does a lot of our Facebook stuff. Now she, they, she works directly for us. She's full time hired her full-time 40 plus hours a week. She's probably putting in like 50 plus hours a week. Uh, and she's, she does all of our social media stuff. Um, one of the, the best things I can tell you for LinkedIn, LinkedIn is just such a fantastic place, right? To get in front of people, to build credibility, to build authority. 
my suggestion is to find any local online publications that would want somebody to do con, con, uh, be a contributing writer. You don't get paid for this, but you get output in the news section. Also, call your local news channel. Say, hey, listen, if ever you need anybody for real estate, hit me up. I did that several years ago, and now they, they literally email me whenever there's something they ask me. I'm their go-to person. Uh, two different stations here for TV, two different, uh, one, one uh, online news source and another blogging company. They put all of my stuff out there, and that draws big attention in the SEO. Okay, audience, you need to stop, listen to what he just said. Reach out to those news stations because I am shocked about how many of you do not do that because here's how this works. Now, I'm also going to assume you instantly answer your phone. When they call, no matter what, because they're a news story or a news station, they're trying to hit a 5 p.m. deadline and they need to know what's, what happened this week in the housing. Like what's the, what are some stats on this or that or the other, right? Right. And then, yep. um, and then you give them that data and then they be, you become their trusted source because they sat in a meeting with somebody, a boss who said, Hey, I want this on the 5 PM news, or I want this on tomorrow's, you know, print, right? Yep. Go get me the information. And then you helped them do that. So absolutely. Awesome insight. Thank All right. You. you talked about this earlier, YouTube, YouTube yep. channel. So I assume you have a YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel and, and now YouTube is one of the hardest platforms to succeed in. Okay. I've been doing this. I probably have 1500 plus videos on there and you know, you got to get in the mindset that YouTube is the number two most searched search engine in the world. And people are going there for long form content. They really want to find out information. Now, some of my best performing videos are some things like knob and tube wiring or right? Flood insurance or uh, rental scams or how to become a realtor, right? right? Right. Information like that. Now, keep in mind, one quick tip. If your video gets 24 hits, who cares? Keep making videos. You're not going to blow up right away. You know, my, my biggest video has like 27 or 30,000 views. That's it. And, and all the others, it gradually goes down from there. So keep building that. And all it takes is the right person to see one video and that could turn into a sale. It happens all the time for us. Inform people and use those YouTube videos like in, in Follow Up Boss. Put them in and educate people with your videos, okay? Love it. So mm -hmm. let's talk numbers for a minute just uh, because I think that people often, they look at it as this ominous challenge like, oh, it'll take so long to do that. And if you did one video a day for, you know, just on work days, let's say, okay, 252 days a year, one year you got 250, the next year you got 500, the next year you got 750, and in four years you got a thousand videos. Yeah. If you just commit to doing it. So love the fact that you're, you're doing that. I, I, you know, 250, you need to be working 365 days a year when you start in real estate and you need to be doing that. Like, you know, like 252 days a year, that makes more sense later on. So I'm with you. I get, and that's ultimately the goal, right? But you need to be pushing out content daily. I like it. I agree. I agree. So that's awesome insight. So 365, which would mean that in year two, you would have 700. In year three, you would have over 1,000 if you're doing it that way, right? Yeah, push it out, get it out there and use that same video and put it on Instagram, LinkedIn, here, there, everywhere else. Right. You got the same content. Awesome. All right, Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not huge in Twitter. I, I, I post some stuff here and there. I've got an automatic feed, I think, for my Facebook to there. Not a big Twitter fan. Pinterest, TikTok. Yeah, Pinterest. Eh, I don't know. TikTok, I, I, I heard that is like, a, I don't know, very, very, I'm not into TikTok yet, but I, I think that's an up and coming and, I, and we need to get on there. All right. All right. Let's talk realtor.com, zillow.com, homes.com, and trulia.com. Other major web portals like, um, you know, newspapers, local, something, anything. So realtor.com. Yes, you've done your profile. We don't pay any of them and we have profiles on there. Okay. Have you set up all four? Yes. Realtor.com, Zillow, homes.com, and Trulia. Do you have reviews on all four? Uh, yes, we do. Any other major web portals that are out there? Um, no, not really. They need us more than we need them still, guys. And, uh, and I respect those companies very much so. And I think they're important. And I like the fact that consumers have of all that information in their fingertips. It's really important to have uh, profiles, but it's, it's just uh, don't get distracted. You don't have to spend all that money and make money. We don't pay them a dime. Right. Awesome. Uh, how about referral networks? Have you joined the Home Smart Referral Network? Um, man, no, I guess not. All right, action item. Go into Real Smart Agents, have someone on your team go into Real Smart Agent, click into the marketing section, and yeah. there's a section called Referral Exchange. Oh, I'm on that. You're on that. So, oh yeah, because you're on that with Referral Exchange, but you still need to set up your Home Smart profile. Okay. So Home Smart has a... Uh, has a referral system that is powered by referral exchange. Okay, great. So inside Real Smart Agent, um, it's in the marketing section. You'll see it says referral exchange. That's maybe why you haven't taken action because you're already on it, but you need to get set up inside the Home Smart system so that people start, uh, people are referring business back and forth within the Home Smart network, which is powered by referral exchange. Wonderful. So okay. you're on referral exchange as, a, as also, that was my second question. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been on referral exchange? Oh God. So that was one of the first things I did when I, when I, when I started becoming a realtor, I found all of those. And this was like right when these companies started, Todd, right. I found all these companies, uh, uh, top agents They used to be called agent machine referral exchange, their agent machine. Okay. And I got, I got on that. Um, and now there's some newer ones up nest, which is fantastic up nest. My favorite is up nest. And then there's, um, there's home light. I don't do a lot with them. There's sold.com. There is uh, home gain. I need to look into that. You said that one. I need to look into that. Fastexpert.com was actually one of the old partners from uh, referral exchange that broke off on his own. So these are some fantastic companies. And you know what? I would, and when Zillow rolls this out in, in my area, I am a hundred percent okay to pay after we play, right? I don't want to pay for leads that are coming in with a 3% closing ratio, straight garbage. This stuff here, UpNest and Referral Exchange, Todd, is, is really highly vetted stuff and you're gonna close it and you're gonna get that spider web of, of transaction. I'm okay with paying 25 to 35% referral fee. Right, awesome. All right, so uh, OpCity, HomeGain, uh, those, have you explored those? I got a fight with OpCity. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I don't like how they dealt with us in the situation. And I don't know if HomeSmart has ties with them or whatever. I'm an independent broker, uh, agent. So it doesn't right. matter what I say, but I'm not a fan. Yep. 
All right. All good. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't no, know. No, no, no. All good. All right. So that's kind of the accounts profile section. For me, that's a foundational element. You got to have all these things set up and you have to be using them um, or at least some of them. Right. So anything that I missed, I know you mentioned a couple others like up nest fast expert. Love those. What else? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would just say Google, you know, Google, like how to find a top agent or this or that. And all those websites will pop up, sign up on all of those, as many of them as you can. Awesome. All right. Let's talk tools. What's the one marketing tool that you get the most results from and how much does it cost a month? Marketing tool we get the best results from is actually our CRM is follow up boss. Followupboss.com is the absolute best CRM I've ever ran into because it, it literally, you can see when you're on your computer, you can see when people are a little message comes up when people are opening up and engaging with emails you sent them. You can see what they click on. You can see all this stuff. So I literally stop what I'm doing and I contact that person because I know they're in front of their computer or in front of their phone. Right. It, it, and that's such powerful stuff to know. Or, you know, if somebody's been dodging you, you can tell like, oh, they're opening my stuff. They're engaging with my stuff. I'm going to keep it going. Boom, boom, boom. You're not wasting time. I love it. Now I'm going to send them a package to their house. Like now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to do that. So Follow-up boss is unbelievable. That's only 1% of what they have to offer. All right. So let's, uh, awesome. Take, take me through your current toolbox. Uh, what phone do you use? Yep. I have a uh, Samsung, brand new Samsung Galaxy, whatever, the, the newest one, 20, I think. And this, this phone is fantastic. The, um, the, the camera is awesome on it. Um, it's just, it runs smooth. It's 5g. So where 5g, you know, works, you got super fast internet. Your phone is your most important tool, right? I'm on my phone. Even when I'm in front of my laptop, I'm on my phone more than my laptop. Awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, database and CRM. CRM is uh, followuploss.com. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that, that would be my database. All right. Uh, drip marketing video software. Yep. So video software, right? We are looking into BombBomb. I don't know if there's any other suggestions, but we are looking into BombBomb. Right now, we're just using YouTube for our videos and blasting it out, embedding it in our follow-up boss. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I do love BombBomb uh, just because I used to think, why do I need BombBomb? Because I have video on my phone. Uh, the thing that I love about BombBomb, just so you know, is it compresses everything down. It saved me so much time when I started using BombBomb because yep. it takes... A video puts a little uh, play button over the top of it and it says watch 17 second video watch one minute video and uh, it also has some of that tracking you can tell when somebody opens it when they're forwarding it out to other people so and it integrates I'm sure it integrates with follow-up boss so for me it was just ease of use and sure. made it where I could do video faster and easier and could enable me just to shoot and send shoot and send right Thank you for that info. Yeah, I'm, we're definitely jumping into that. Yeah, because sometimes when you're doing an email to somebody, instead of typing an email, I'll just hit the record button and I'll just say what I was going to type out and then I hit send and it's actually faster and it's more engaging than mm -hmm. that text you know, email. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Bomb Bomb, I'll help you do that. All right, HomeBot. Yes, we're on it. Yeah, 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 we are on it. I just... Uh, we just, just incorporated that. We have that through Y-Lopo, Y-O-L-O-P, wait, Y-Lopo, Y-L-O-P-O.com. Okay. Y-Lopo, right. it gives that to you as part of the package. Nice. 
that website, oh my God, Todd, that website has an artificial intelligence built in called Raya, and it literally converts leads better than most realtors. It's almost scary. It, and, and, and it also takes away your waste of time with talking with people like- Wait a minute, what is, what is Wailopo? What is it? Oh, it's amazing. I spent about a year looking for the best website, like providers, right? So like, it, it's like, it's like, it's a templated, more customizable website, user interface with a back end. So I think I heard about this. Uh, this is the type of thing that if I keep, keep clicking on kitchens that have white countertops, white cabinets, and I breeze right through the ones that have dark and dark countertops, right? It begins to know and it begins to find out homes that have white kitchens and white cabinets, right? You know, I, I'm not sure. I, I believe so. I'm not sure if it has that, but yes, it does. The artificial intelligence will literally tweak what they're looking at and only send them stuff that they want to see. And, and aside from that, it starts and continues conversation with them. It's, and, and they, I just say like, hi, this is the, oh, I almost gave away my name. Hi, this is so-and-so's assistant. You know, how can, how can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it goes from there. They start talking, but what, we don't do renters, right? So we have renters like hit us up sometimes and, and it'll just like, it'll talk with them and, and, and then just kind of end the conversation, which is great. So Awesome. Okay, so back to that uh, HomeBot thing, which is part of the Ylopo um, for you. The thing I love about HomeBot is that it's all about building wealth. And so you can mm -hmm. teach the consumer about, uh, hey, let's, let's talk about your wealth right now. Let's walk through this financial dashboard, which I'm you know, providing for you for free. I just want you to see how much wealth you're building in your real estate. And then what happens is um, they just recently added a whole new share feature where now the consumer can share that with their family and friends. Hey, this neat tool is helping me see my wealth. I'm going to share it with you, mom and dad, and you, brother and sister. And next thing you know, you, the agent, are connected to the rest of the family members through HomeBot. So yes, uh, uh, I'm going to circle back with you in a couple months and see how your progress has gone with that. My favorite speaker at our event in Las Vegas, aside from, from yourself, Todd, you're a man. <laughs> was Rob Hahn. Rob Hahn talked about the tech-enabled agent and the super teams. Listen, guys, tech, you have to be tech-enabled. The consumers want it. Right. HomeBot is one of those things that's up and coming. I think you need to be all over. Awesome. All right, let's talk Zillow 3D. Do you use it? I don't even know what Zillow 3D is. What is that, like the um, walkthrough stuff? Home tours. What do you do for home tours? We, um, we we use Matterport and stuff. Um, you know, we also photographer, Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. We that is definitely something that I think is going to be increasingly important to consumers. Right. But you know, with five G, it'll be a lot quicker on their phones. But up until now, it was so slow and pulled people down. And most people are on mobile, so right. we weren't doing a ton of it on higher end homes. We do, and it's super important, especially with you know COVID and everything else. But yeah, okay. All right, uh, Google Forms. I love Google Forms. I think they're fantastic. We don't use them enough, but I see some power teams I talk with um, and, and network with, they all use them. Is there a way that I could be using those that you suggest? I, I do. I just did a podcast on that one, so you'll have to go listen to it next right. week when it hits. Can you um, stick a link in this video somewhere? Uh, what's that? 
can you stick the link to that in the video I, in the comments? I will, I will stick that. Yes. In this, in this video as well. And, um, uh, the, the long and short of the thing I love about Google forms is mm -hmm. you can two genius things that I saw. One was just a, how can I help you with real estate form? You know, how can I help you? What information are you looking for? Do you want information on financing, on qualifying, on the, the, just the selling process or the buying process? How long does it take? Uh, do you want me to send you homes the minute they hit the market? How do you want to receive them? Do you want to receive them via text or email? And okay, type, give me your mobile phone number. I'll text them to you. And mm -hmm. so it does this lead capture, which then just, if you can get, again, playing that numbers game, you get 25 a week. That's 100 in a month. That's 1,200 in a year of Huge. people that you're generating by connecting it to Google Forms. So Huge. love that aspect of it. And um, then, you know, also some people are using it specifically with that. Uh, do you want to know how much your home is worth? If mm -hmm. so, just click here. So they post that on social media and then they click and either they go directly into HomeBot and set up their own digest or you quickly capture their email yeah. and then their address of their home because you're saying, I'm going to do a CMA or I'm going to, you know, so then you do a CMA and you send them a HomeBot mm -hmm. and it's lead capture over and over and over and over. So that I love Google Forms and I'm just learning about them and learning how agents are using them and it seems to be massive lead gen. So yeah. Uh, Canva. Do you ever use Canva to create some of your social? Our marketing person does. I see all these things coming up on my credit card for Canva, Canva, Canva. She, she uses it all the time. She makes some crisp stuff, beautiful stuff. Awesome. I have been following you and tell her she's doing a great job. Thank you. All right. Thank Online meeting software, Zoom, FaceTime, Facebook Live, Google Meet. Do you have yeah. accounts? What do you use? How much do you pay? We use uh, Zoom. It's very inexpensive. I think it's like 15 bucks a month for unlimited. Yeah. And we also use Facebook Live all, all the time. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Listing presentation, new section. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Listing presentation. Um, we actually send most of, of our content, our marketing and everything ahead of time to them via email, right? The reason why we're doing this is because we can tell a couple of things. We can tell their behaviors. So through follow-up boss, we'll send them links of this and this and this and this and this. And if they're not clicking these links, you know, but they're opening the email, then that's not going to be as important to them. So maybe you don't want your conversation to go that route, or maybe they're just not computer savvy. I don't know, but you got to, you, you slowly can uncover like what type of person you're meeting with. But what I tell people on my first initial call with them, Todd, is I simply say, Hey, listen, I want when I'm at your house for the appointment to be about you. Okay. I want to strictly focus on you. I'm not going to tell you about how I'm number one. I'm not going to tell you about all of this and how my clients are raving. You have Google and I want you to plug me into Google and I want you to plug whoever else you're interviewing into Google. And I want you to see who has more better reviews, who has better content online and who looks like they've got a grasp on the internet. Number one, I will send you some other stuff, which I think is beneficial for you, which shows off our marketing and our capabilities and our team just to educate you a little bit about that area. If you're interested, go ahead. If not, by the time I get to your home, I'm going to go ahead and have a value range for you from low to high after I see your home and walk through your home because I know this market better than anyone else after I do that. 
I'm gonna give you ideas on how to get the maximum return for your investment with some very small areas, have you spend a little bit to get a lot of it. And uh, I'm gonna give you your best case scenario, worst case scenario, all itemized, and you will hit one of those numbers. My Right now, my average client's hitting the best number and they've been doing that for three years now. And we're getting our clients about three to 4% higher of a price than the average realtor in MLS. Right. Awesome. So, Done, dude. My listing point presentation was done. I just go in there with a beautiful folder, a few things, seven-step listing process, and I educate them. But more importantly, I shut my mouth and I let them do most of the talking. Awesome. Mm -hmm. How did you win your last listing, your most recent one? Um, you know, I, I've actually been on a little bit of a dry spell lately. It's just so odd. It's like people are not listing right now. It's weird. Um, but I believe that they're going to come around uh, to me and uh, and and sign, um, and I just just by being genuine, just by being myself, try, I actually go in with the intentions of talking people out of listing, because I want to break down that wall, right? And not everyone actually has to sell, and I know that's kind of exact opposite of what we do, but I try to find out, like, okay, you're moving here, do you ever want to come back if you're relocating? You know, like I have clients moving to New Mexico. Do you ever want to come back? Do you want to look at renting? Let me hook you up with the property management company. No other realtor is doing that now. And what happens is you're building a trust with these people and whatever, whatever this guy says is in me, they're going to go with, they're going to do. And it makes things so much smooth sailing. I don't go in high pressure. I go and look, I'm going to be your advocate. Okay. And, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and guide you through this correctly. You give someone a good gut feeling, they're going to go with you over anyone else. Charisma always wins. Right. Okay. So, uh, just thinking about one of your recent listings then, okay. How did it come in though? Did it come in on a video off of something you sent out social media, uh, phone call, postcard, newsletter, Google, Google, most, most all of our stuff is referral based and inbound marketing at this point. So it's all inward pointing towards us. People are finding us, um, you know, we're doing a lot less hunting. Uh, and because of that, I realized we have so much business we're actually leaving off the table. So we're, we're, we're building out a component to our team, which I can tell you about later or another time. But ultimately, the last one came in through Google and they said, hey, listen, I've had this agent for six months. They dropped the ball, dropped the ball, dropped the ball. And this was two calls in a row like this. And uh, we want someone that's proactive. We did a Google search. We found you and your team. You guys rock. We want you. Awesome. Guess who's getting 6%. Right. Yeah, I love it. All right. So uh, open houses. Do you do yeah. open houses? Do you like open houses? We love open houses. We really do. Um, and we use Spacio. The program Spacio, it goes right on your phone or right on a tablet. And it connects everyone right to your CRM. It blasts out an email or a text message thanking them for coming by right away. We've been converting leads at a pretty good rate from those. We were just able to now start open houses up again, but I strongly suggest Spacio. Awesome. Spacio, write that one down. All right. So have you heard of or have you conducted a 10-minute open house? You know, I've, I've heard you talk about the 10-minute open houses before. I think they're absolutely fantastic. I'd love to hear a little bit more. Okay, so uh, just briefly what it is, is um, especially with all the social media marketing and Google and YouTube video marketing you do, what this is about is pretty much instead of doing, because right now with the restrictions and everything that we have going on, right, we yep. have a little bit more 
we've got less of the Saturday open house from noon to three o'clock with people just walking through with what I call physical showings, right? Yeah. So instead of doing that, uh, the example is you have a home that's getting ready to hit the market and you kind of say, hey, I have a two bedroom, three bath getting ready to hit the market Saturday at noon, you know, uh, click here to register for a 10 minute open house. And yeah. the mark, the listing, you know, hits the market, you know, it, you, you built up all this activity for it. Like you put it in the MLS as a coming soon or whatever, if you want, so that you, yeah. it, you follow the rules of what you need to do, but you build up demand for a full week and you say, I'm not going to waste your time, but 10 minutes. And then you walk through the home live on Facebook or Facebook live or on zoom. And you get people to register to the Zoom link. So they register ahead of time. So if you get 50 people that register to go to this 10-minute open house, they'll show up for 10 minutes at noon to see this home the minute it hits the market. I love that. That's a leverage to win listings. Hey, I do this unique thing. I do something called the 10-minute open house. And I can see you someday getting 2,000 people to a 10-minute open house. With your following, you could do that. And then you can start talking about that in your next listing appointments and nobody else is doing that. So that's my short spiel on it. But are you willing to take it up and give me a try and I'll loop back with you in a month? Let me know. 100% all over it. And I'm willing to actually have every agent on our team do it. We're up to six right now. That's and we, awesome. can, we can let you know. That's mm-hmm. awesome. All right. All right. So uh, last couple questions here. Um, Drip marketing, text marketing, postcards, EDDM, uh, newsletter, thank you notes, handwritten notes. What of those items do you do? Do you think that are crucial for a gratitude? Handwritten note. I'm actually working with a local florist. Actually, um, they used me to purchase their home and I got maybe about like an $8,000 commission from their home and I'm spending all of that $8,000 at their flower shop. And here's why. After my, after my um, listing appointment with anyone, I'm going to send them either a planter or flowers with a handwritten note. And because of the people that own this local flower shop, a very well-known one, they I help them sell and buy they're going to slip in a candid note to everybody saying, Hey, we recommend Emilio. He helped us buy and sell, blah, blah, blah. Why would they not? They're making a ton of money back from me. Right. And now I get a personal referral from the florist and I'm sending them a, 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 you know, a wonderful, beautiful floral design. Other realtors are going to be sitting in their kitchen and these people are going to be thinking about me while the other realtor says like, wow, those flowers smell wonderful. Those are beautiful. You know, think about and it's gratitude and it's and it's thank you awesome awesome insight do you do much print marketing do you spend money on print waste of money not anymore i actually i worked for a a magazine selling magazine stuff and i actually left it because i think it's just the biggest waste of money you can do okay magazines are done Uh, uh papers are done there's a small demographic, yeah, that still reads it, but you know what? You can you can put that money into PPC pay per click or Facebook or anything and get way more return out. My opinion, I could be wrong, and it could be just for my location here. Right. I, I don't know. Okay, so do you, do you do newsletter and e newsletter or something that's monthly? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, uh, we do. We did. We did just hire a new agent on our team. She's not new. 
she uh, does a lot of luxury condos and she has a ton of email addresses from people in those buildings. We are sending out a bi-weekly newsletter to those people, yes. And that is gonna be absolutely highly effective. Our first one's going out very soon, but yeah. Awesome. All right, last two questions. Walk me through a typical day, a typical day. Yep. So uh, from, go ahead. from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Yep. So uh, when I wake up, first thing I do in the morning is I, I thank God for everything. That's number one. Start your day with gratitude. I wouldn't be here without, uh, without God. So you can believe if you want. Uh, I do. And, and that's number one. Number two, um, you know, I, I get out of bed and I'll usually go for a bike ride. I like to get up at 5 a.m. Uh, and oh, I forgot, I jump on the 5 a.m. call here um, where I am, and it's about a thousand different agents and brokers and top performing people that give advice. It's awesome. There's a moderator, fantastic, and there's a Facebook group that goes with it. Um, I don't hit that as much as I'd like to, but that that's my ideal day, right? You get started. I like to go on about a 10-mile bike ride, a little more if possible, uh, so I get my you know blood pumping, all that stuff. Uh, I come home. I eat you know, my breakfast, try to eat something healthy. My son wakes up, give him a hug, hang out with him for a little while and, uh, you know, play with the dogs a little bit. And then I hit the office. I like to be in the office by around eight o'clock. Um, at eight o'clock, I, I sift through some emails. I hate emails. I sift through those. I look at my calendar for the day, make sure I'm ready for my first couple appointments. I like to be in the office for most of the morning, Todd, because, uh, that's the time where I have the best luck in reaching people. People are either at work and they're bored, so they'll answer text messages. They'll actually get back to me in emails, more so than when they're at home watching their favorite Net Netflix series or whatever. Um, and then I have all of my appointments and everything else later on. One thing I did forget was my 7 a.m. team phone call. That also pumps me up, pumps my team up. Um, you know, Monday through Friday, we have a different theme and what we talk about. So uh, yeah, my day is actually pretty much, it's, it's pretty much organized and, and, and regimented at this point. That's how I need to function. I have to function on a pretty routine calendar. Awesome. So uh, toward the end of the day, though, you're engaging with clients, you're out either, uh, are you showing property? Are you doing, you know, appointments? Uh, do you do evening appointments? Uh, you know, how does that no, man, I'm, I'm at the point in my career where I'm home for dinner almost every night. Um, I, I will work with one or two buyers at a time just so I'm in the trenches and I know what the agents are dealing with. But more mostly, um, you know, I, I, I get listings and I have all those appointments more during the day. I want to spend my time with my son at the end of the day. And I take him usually for about a, a 10 to 14 mile bike ride uh, as well. Love that. All right. So team let's talk about your team last question uh just tell me about your team what how you built it yeah. how, what your team makeup is without giving away too much specific information but do you have buyers agents sellers agents do you have a marketing team member what's the makeup of your team and how'd you build it yeah definitely so there's six agents in total we are um i i, I call us like the spartans you know what i mean like because we will go on take on teams four five six times the size of us and we're far more productive because we're hiring the right people um so i like to hire agents who have different niches 
and that's how we're building it out. Okay, so while most of them have the capabilities of working with everyone, I guess, now the consumer wants somebody that's highly focused and highly polished on one area or the other. They want specialists, and this is where I believe real estate's going. So uh, on, on our website, we actually have it broken down under the team area, and we're pulling in so much business from this. Like, we just have like, you know, under our team, it has the person's name, their bio, some fun pictures of them, videos, and then it has underneath their, their name and their picture, it has what their specialist is. First time home buyers and sellers, relocation, uh, waterfront properties. People are coming in and contacting us for our niches, okay? So six agents in total. Um, we have a, a marketing person, 100% does all the marketing for us. We have a transaction coordinator, does all that stuff. We have a client concierge. Client concierge does all the scheduling for our agents. Uh, Todd, so our agents don't schedule anything. They don't touch paperwork. Um, they only do the sales generating activities. And they are, they're, for the most part, almost every agent on my team is making six plus figures, um, except for the one new agent on our team who, who will. And, and yeah, but for the most part, six figures. One other position we're adding is we're gonna have an inside salesperson and they're gonna help us do some more prospecting. And, and the way we're hiring this person is incentive-based only. Look, this is also a salesperson. I'm not paying a salary to someone that needs to be selling. We will pay them handsomely as, and it'll go up and up and up every closing of the month. Awesome. How, what, what mistakes have you made and what successes have you made in building your team? What are the things oh you did right? What'd you do wrong? Got a couple weeks. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, I, I, I make more mistakes daily than I do success. And, and that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I, I don't mind mistakes, right? Cause it's a product of the game and, and it just makes me so much better. Okay. So um, I expect to make mistakes and I want to learn from them. I don't care about them, you know? Um, right. So yeah, dude, I would, I would say most everything I do is a mistake. So, <laughs> well, I, I guess, uh, uh, let me end with this one. Then your team has such a unique, uh, a unified vision. I know your team. Mm -hmm. How'd you build that unified vision? How'd you build such a tight knit team? I didn't force it. I'm who I am and uh, I, I attract the people that, you know, I'm, I'm a straight shooter. Some people might be like, he's cocky, he's a jerk, whatever. Well, that's okay. You're not my type of person. And it, it's all good. Right. But um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe I, I, I'm, uh, I'm somebody that believes in, in freedom of speech and you should be able to say what you have on your mind. Right. And at the same time, you got to be tactful. Right. I get that. But I'm not going to attract people that are overly sensitive to work for me because those people are garbage in sales anyways. Right. I want go-getters. I want people that understand like the blue collar work ethic, right? Right. And that can, that can put nice clothes on and go out and work with anybody, right? Like I want those raw, great, awesome, personable, down to earth, straightforward type of people. And that's, that's a very niche person. That's my team. Well, thank you for being here with us today. And, uh, you know, I'm going to wrap up. I'm going to give you one minute to say, you know, any parting thoughts. But before I do, I just want you to know that I admire you. I admire your team. I've watched you for a long time now. 
I appreciate what you do. I think your customers appreciate what you do. And I learn from you all the time. I learned a whole bunch from you today. And I made some awesome notes. I hope the listening audience did it as well. I hope they put these tactics in play in their business. And I just wanted to say thank you. And I have gratitude for you and appreciate you doing this because I know how busy you are and you just gave us an hour of your time. And that is amazing that you're willing to do that. Wow. I, I'm absolutely humbled to do it. And I, like, I, I look at it as like, I can't even believe I'm considered to be doing these things. Right. So um, I, I think it's amazing. And the, the, my closing thought is this, Todd, is that if someone's listened this long to this whole thing, then they are really interested in, in growing out the career. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for anybody that shows up and does real estate every single day. This is one of the hardest and most rewarding like jobs or careers you could ever have. And I respect our fellow realtors so, so much, man. And, uh, and I respect, you know, anybody that's grinding daily. So just, you got to know, you got to give more than you expect to ever get. And when that happens, the universe rewards you and whatever it is, however you can do that. So I try to do at least one good thing a day for someone else other than myself. Um, and that's it, man. It's, it's not rocket science. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here and for all of you listening today on the uh, today on the Real Estate Podcast. I'm Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart. I appreciate all of you and I look forward to seeing you back on future episodes. And thank you, Mystery Anonymous guest. Yes, you're welcome. I was really humbled to be the first one on the show. Thank you so much. Like what you're hearing on The Real Estate? Tell your friends about us. Tell them to check out all of our episodes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And don't forget to send any topics you want us to tackle to the real estate at homesmart.com.